Yo, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? This is the Truth Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, man. Today is Tuesday, so you guys already know what that means, man. This is the short version of our podcast. The main podcast will be Friday, all right? Friday at 6.30. Every Friday, all right? Without further ado, let's get into it. So uh, JoJo and Desiree will be chiming in in a little while. Uh, I believe JoJo is actually getting a little workout in, and Desiree was doing some type of laundry or something like that. I, I don't know. Ain't no, ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. So I wanted to speak to the uh, the tech guys real quick about um, the MacBook Pro. So. Um, Apple just came out with a powerhouse, man. They finally brought back all of the ports to the MacBook Pro. The 16-inch is ahead of its time. So I follow this guy named MKBHD on YouTube, and he is pretty much like the tech guru. Anytime I want to know anything about any type of technology, that's who I go to. That's the channel that I go and visit. But the Apple... MacBook Pro 16-inch with the new M1 Pro chip or something like that is a freaking powerhouse, man. Now, it is going to cost you a pretty penny, somewhere around like $3,000. But it is well worth the money from what I heard. And that laptop is more powerful than a $30,000 computer. So it's definitely well worth it, man. They did some render tests. As far as uh, like editing with 8K footage and all of that. And let me just tell you, man, those specs and everything just blew my mind. But I'm going to be honest with you. What really blew my mind is they decided to finally bring back the HDMI, uh, the headphone jack. They got the USB-C. They have, I believe, the is it the, is it the Ethernet port on that thing? I might, be, I might be tripping. I might be getting ahead of myself. But they did bring back, oh, my goodness, I cannot stress this enough. The SD card reader. So for, you know what I'm saying, tech guys and people that are constantly working with uh, footage and stuff from DSLR cameras, man, listen, we have been waiting for this day. Dongle free, finally, after all this time. Man, it definitely took them, it took them long enough. And I know there's a few people that's actually in the, uh, in the audience and actually on this show that was interested in getting a, uh, a new laptop. So if you guys, if y'all budget is somewhere around the other uh, three thousand range, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and get you. <laughs> go ahead yeah. and get you that back, so I can do a review on that thing. <laughs> Ooh. Hey man, <laughs> yeah. Hey, they, they say it's worth the money, though, man. You know what I'm saying? They say it's worth it's worth that three k. You know what I'm saying? That, that's I ain't gonna doubt it, but damn. <laughs> That's right. Say she gonna get something for everybody. Don't worry about it, man. She gonna get that, pro- that credit card in. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Desiree. She got it. She got that <laughs> bread. So, as you guys know, um, all of the 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 cars and uh, those. Let me. Well, let's just say this. Um, everybody's kind of coming over to the EV market, right? You got. Tesla that pretty much kind of like somewhat started this thing off and then everybody just kind of started flocking over that thing. So I was actually waiting on two companies to come over. I was waiting on Dodge and I was waiting on Ford. Ford actually came out with the the Mustang Mach-E 
And now they're coming out with the F-150, the F-150 electric vehicle. And finally, we finally just heard, well, I just heard something today that Dodge has announced that they're coming to the EV market, but they did it in a crazy way, though. They said that we're not selling EV cars, but we're going to make an EV car. Like, what the... Let me tell you something. I don't know who the hell came up with it, but it kind of pissed me off, man. But anyway, so the um, I was trying to figure out what was going on, but they said that Dodge will pay someone $150,000 to drive the Hellcat muscle car for a year. <laughs> so I do it. It's like so it's like advertising, right? It's like advertising. You know, everybody loves the Dodge Hellcat cars, and this is basically them entering in the uh, the EV market finally, man. But they're they're gonna pay somebody a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to drive I, a Hellcat. I do it. That mug, that mug is it, it's nice now. Count but, me in. Count <laughs> me in, coach. Put me I've, in. I've seen something about the uh, the L.A. casino was fined five hundred thousand dollars for looking the other way when a gambler bought in duffel bags with a hundred million dollars. What for, for a marathon gambling ses- session? Damn. The L.A. casino was fine. They were fine. Five hundred thousand dollars for looking the other way when a gambler brought in duffel bags. Stuffed with a hundred million dollars for a gambling marathon session. So don't they do gambling in the casinos? That's why I was confused. But I was like, what the what, what the heck is going on, man? So what what they get fined for? Uh, for looking the other way. <laughs> don't don't you need money to gamble with? <laughs> I think you're supposed to do it through certain channels. You know, like when you go to Vegas, you 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 get chips. You're not using cash. You, you turn you, you cash your money for chips, and then once you get all your chips or whatever, you turn your chips in for cash, so they can kind of control the money. You know, take their percentage, whatever, whatever. That's a lot. So of maybe money. they, maybe when it's cash, they're not able to control it. So they was doing like inside trading. You know what I'm saying? They know where all the big ballers at. So I was like, okay, let me just find some people to do some side bets. Let me Ooh. let me just go ahead and clear this up because a hundred a hundred million dollars and you only find I, hey, take that little five hundred thousand dollars play a hundred mil, a hundred mil. Don't get don't get out about that down. Yeah, you can have that play. You can have that a hundred million. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Gamble with that. How rich can you be to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the casino with a hundred million dollars? I mean, hundred million dollars, and they got that in cash. They got that Damn. on hand. How? They said that's that's they going. They're trying to do a, a gambling marathon. What the? F- this is crazy. Ain't no way. So Devonta, you sent me something today about what was it? Uh, Eric Adams, the New mm-hmm. York City mayor, right? Yeah, so what's going what's going on with, with Mr. Eric? Hold on, it's what's name going in and out. I sent you that a minute ago. Give me one second. Let me let me go back. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know it said something about uh something about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all that other stuff, man. Jojo, you familiar with cryptocurrency? Man? Oh yeah, I sent that. I sent that into the group this morning. 
or oh, you said earlier, it. whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 My fault. My fault. So, so, so this said, guy, this guy, he's wanting to um, actually, he he wants New York to be like um, the innovator for starting to pay people with Bitcoin in regards wow. to like paychecks and stuff. So this is just one of his ideas. I don't think he's a mayor. I think he's uh was trying to be mayor or something. Or oh no no, he just no he just got elected because it said uh, New York City mayor elect. So he just got elected this uh this past election. Okay, so well, he just so he is elected. So, uh, so he is the mayor. Right. So he's trying to, you know, get New York on that page um, where they can, you know. See if that's an option. So that is crazy, and that's a black man. That's a black man that's trying to do that, man. I'm telling you, crypto. Everything eventually is going to be going to crypto. I so where I was at, you know, man. if you're I not ready a, for it, get ready for it. I don't know where I was at. I know I seen a crypto ATM machine. Yes. Well, no, it was Bitcoin. It was Bitcoin. At Bitcoin. Uh, it was Bitcoin. It was Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. I actually I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. In, uh, I was in Georgia. This was like a, I want to say this was like five or six months ago, man. Five or six Matter months fact, ago. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, I was driving down there, and I stopped at this gas station, and it had a freaking little ATM thing for Bitcoin. I was like, dang, what are they doing? It? They doing it like that? Crazy. Yeah. So I seen something online. I'm actually guys about. It. I'm, I'm gonna read it first, and I'm gonna uh, let you guys chime in. They say, I wish black parents push financial literacy as much as they push religion. Social literacy? No, financial. Financial literacy. Financial say, literacy. I, yeah, they said, I wish black parents pushed financial literacy as much as they pushed religion. The unfortunate, uh, the caveat for that is uh, a lot of black people are financially illiterate and they're unable to teach their children exactly more and more are learning bit by bit i think uh it's starting with uh having better credit more people are learning about better credit so of course they changed the credit laws this year where people are so easily fixing their credit uh, and so now it's, it's in investing where everybody was getting on the GameStop and everybody was getting on the dogecoin or whatever whatever so we're slowly trying to get into it, but we definitely need some some big hitters out there to really, really push it in our community. Thanks. Okay, anybody else want to chime in on this real quick? You, you definitely hit it on the nail. I was going to say the exact same thing, JoJo. Um, for years, all we knew was just to work and just to save. You know what I mean? We really didn't know how to invest into certain different things. And those people who innovated those things, like uh, people from Black Wall Street, you know, mm -hmm. who had those businesses, unfortunately, you know, they had a, um, a demise due to racial discrimination. And a lot of that knowledge that helped build that foundation didn't, you know, didn't pass down to generation to generation. So, um, it seemed like all of the, you know, um, education for his finance is kind of just slowly coming into the black community um, due to, I guess you could say, uh, internet and social media and a lot of people doing a lot more research on it. But 
we we kind of behind on the curveball because we've been mentally enslaved as well as physically enslaved and deprived of information due to the color of our skin. Thanks, thanks. Desiree, you want to chime in real yes. quick? Yes. Um, so because the black community have been behind for so long, we're playing catch up. So mm -hmm. a lot of us, because I would have known what I know now when I was like 16, 17, 18, and I was working and like just blowing money, trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like spending money on just anything because nobody taught me anything. They didn't know to teach me because everybody before us had been struggling. You get what I'm saying? So now it's like, now we know better, so we're doing better. So it's kind of, kind of, it's like we're in a nutshell. It's hard to try to give that information when we didn't have it. We're just learning. But right. everybody else knew that way before when they were teenagers. Right. Only few was very fortunate of that information. Of course, they wasn't able to live long enough to pass it on to others. You know, so, and of course, we had this uh, systematic racism where we uh, kind of looked down upon others who didn't have that knowledge. And um, instead of trying to help uplift other people, we've come into this um, the situation where instead of us sharing the knowledge, that way we can be become one powerful entity. We become competition within our own community, so we can. Uh, what's the best? The best way I can describe it is we become crabs in the barrel, trying to be the top nigga. So, you know, it's it's kind of hard to to elevate and get to certain levels of financial uh, literacy without um, um, the proper channels of education and you know people within your own circle educating you because everybody's trying to be like, oh well, I got this and you don't. You know what I'm saying? Instead of we've all got it and we both yeah. elevated we growing together you know what i'm saying is that whole saying of keeping up with the joneses no let's let's all be the joneses we all be this we all get this you know what i'm saying but they just want everybody just want to be better than another person and it's like no how about we all eat you know what i'm saying we all got something to come to the table you know what i'm saying if we all had that mindset we i figured the the crime rate within our community will go down tremendously because we are getting fed. Knowledge, right? That knowledge, man. Knowledge changes everything, dog, for real. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I know I just want to touch on this for a second because whenever that was said, it brought this to my to my mind. Um, so because think about when we were in slavery, we were still powerful because we had no choice but to pull it together. And then they saw that. Other cultures saw, oh. Uh, I think you went, out, you went out. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, okay. So when other cultures saw that, God, when other cultures saw that, they were like, they don't have nothing, but they're still so powerful as a community because of our knowledge but now that mm -hmm. we know better um we should do better um just just that by itself um just that by itself whenever we're together we're very 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 strong but when we're apart 
that's why they pulled us apart because of how strong we were. So knowledge is power. And just like we said earlier, when we was talking earlier, people withhold information. We withhold information from our own kind. We can all eat. One way they uh, did it was um, giving um, few people um, opportunity and it was consequential if you would share the information. So like, um, they kind of- hear that knocking? It's like, a, is it, it's like a knocking sound? Uh-uh. No, I don't hear it. Yes. Yeah, I think it's coming from your, from your lesson today, bro. Like Me? a knocking. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's oh, bad. Okay, yeah, my bad. I was I was trying to share with everybody on so they can tune in. My bad. You good? You good? I ain't know y'all can hear that. There <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to spread the word, man. Trying to spread I'm it free, out. I'm I ain't mad at you, bro. I ain't mad at you. But no, what I was saying was, um, they gave limited pe- They gave some people opportunities uh, to advance and uh, to a certain level, certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, I probably shouldn't even speak on this, man. But. Like uh, back in the seventies and eighties, you heard about the term "black cop" and stuff like that. Yeah. Where you know, at the time, you know, well, still now, if you become a police officer, you get the good benefits and stuff like that. But you get this, you get this job, you know, because at the time it was hard for you to get a, a black man for to get to get a job. So they would say, "Oh, well, here you go, you get this job, but you're gonna patrol this this neighborhood, and if you see another black person doing this or doing that." You, you know, so you go arrest them and you harass them, you do this, you do that. But if you see a white person do it, you, you look past it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why you had a lot of artists at the time in the 80s uh, come out with that song, you know, come out talking about cops like NWA, KRS-One and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just an example like that, you know, where they try to separate us. You know what I'm saying? They gave us opportunity and gave us revenue and, a, mm-hmm. you know, a small, a small revenue to go against our own people. And people, yeah. you know, said took that part and they were like, "Well, shit, I'm hungry." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta feed my family. Okay, mm-hmm. I, you gave me a few more dollars in cleaning some of the houses. All right, cool. I go tell them my brother, my sister. Yeah. I go ahead and harass them, kill them, do whatever you know, you do whatever you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. You give me a few dollars. All right. Oh, you want me to tell you what they doing? Oh, they doing this X Y Z. Oh, here we go. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you seen in movies? You I don't know if you seen that movie. Uh, uh judas and the black messiah have y'all seen that no no i haven't seen that one yet dog when you get a chance man watch that movie that movie right there is very powerful and it tells a little bit about why a lot of black powerful groups um was dismantled Mm, yeah you know what i'm saying it was due to the government as well as due to um our people being used to you know saying to destroy Mm -hmm. ourselves right and that was just another example of how you know we can never grow because we always going against each other due to opportunity well what about the people that got it what about jay-z and beyonce and oprah that's got millions and billions uh yeezy that's got billions of dollars but they're not putting it back into the black community i think it comes for uh us holding each other accountable as well or like Oprah, she'll go to Africa and build all these schools and do all this stuff for Africa, mm-hmm. but not do anything for our own community. I think so it's a- I think it was a lot having to do with slavery. It was a lot having to do with people trying to keep us back, but we're keeping ourselves back in a lot like, of ways too. I feel like uh, safe to say, if, 
it's safe for her to go to other countries and help those people. If she did that, she, that and that's the only way she's able to keep her money. I feel like if she did that with her having such amount of money, if she did that into the United States, they would try to go for her money. You see what I'm saying? Because they want to keep us down here in America. You can go over there and help or whatever because they ain't in America. But you come over here and you try to build your people or you try to elevate your people in a way, oh, no, we coming for you. You see what I'm saying? There is no, there is no one leader, there's no one black leader that can elevate us in a way without getting uh, executed or getting embarrassed. And they've showed that several times. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, you name it, Marcus Garvey, Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? Not, not to say that he didn't do what he did, whatever. But just saying, you know, anytime you see a person, a black, a person of color with a large amount of money or a person who had a voice to can elevate us mentally or elevate us um, financially, they always went down in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And Oprah is smart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. I can keep a billion dollars if I just help. I can still help my black and brown people, but I just can't do it in America. I'm pretty sure she's going through a lot of shit mentally that, damn, I'm over here feeding this starving mouth over here in a whole other country, but I can't help somebody that's right there a mile away from my, my mansion. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, she can't. They going out there or anybody else. I think there's a lot of stuff that they can do. And it's and it and it's not necessarily fear. It's just that they don't want to. It it it, it doesn't have to be put on a mass. You know, oh, this is what I did. You know what I'm saying? It takes nothing to like like that lady who built that whole community. I think Katie had brought it up at one point. She built a whole, you know, all those homes. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure somebody put it out there. She didn't put it out there, but you know what I'm saying? It's little things like that. Build a, a little corner store. Uh, create a, a a grant or uh, you know funds or stuff like that. I think it's a lot of stuff that they could be doing. You know, I'm not saying go out here and make a movie. Oh, you know, white society is doing this to us, or the government is doing this to us. We know that. We know how to get around all that little stuff the same way they know how to get around taxes. Yeah, I would say yeah. Try, yeah, I think I think they could be doing a lot more because they actually they showed a picture with Jay Z, Kanye West. And a lot of uh, rappers and other people that have became millionaires. And when you look at, I'm not saying they, they haven't did enough, or I haven't did anything for the black community. But it's always like, like you just said, JoJo, it's always room for improvement. It's always more you can be doing. And when you get a certain amount of money, and you get comfortable with a certain type of lifestyle, and you start to think about those things, like, dang. They over there blackballing such and such, man. Am I sure that I wanna I wanna go out on a limb and mm -hmm. and do this? It's, it's only a select few that that's actually willing to, to really step in that dog on fire like that. It's only a select few. I will say that. Mm -hmm. And with, with Oprah, Oprah kind of money, it's hard for her to be you know to give inconspicuously. You know what I'm saying? Because no matter if she paid this reporter off, somebody go find out that she gave JoJo some money, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Everybody go find out. There's always cameras around. There's always somebody spooking and trying to get the latest story. So it's hard for them to try to do something without everybody knowing about it. I'm sure if it was a way. Step in that fire though. Sometimes you got to be willing to, you know, shoot. Step in that dog on fire. 
steps yeah, yourself she's... up. Create a certain type of foundation that if, if all else fails, I still got this is, is my backup that's gonna back up my backup plan. I mean, they smart, you know what I'm saying? They, they should, they should. hopefully they should know what to do with their doggone money, you know what I'm saying? Just in case all else fails, because, you know, you don't want to be dependent on those type of people any doggone way, because it's going to always come around to bite you in your ass if you depend on those type of people, you rely on those type of people. It's always best to lean on, you know what I'm saying, people that look like you. Yeah. She wasn't scared to endorse Obama, and that could have took her down. Well, I want I want to go back to what, what was said. So somebody said, I wish black parents which pushed financial literacy as much as they push religion. And my my pushback with this was uh religion was passed down in most cases. Financial literacy is not. So it, I don't think that thing made any sense to begin with anyway. You know what I'm saying? Religion and all the other stuff was passed down from generation to generation. Most of us, when you think about math. Most of us, did, most of our parents didn't really know about financial literacy. All they knew is go go to work, get a nine to five or whatever, pay bills, stay out of debt or whatever if you can, and and just try to make it, man. Yeah, when survive. Think, yeah, yeah. That's they were taught. They were taught survival. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I think yeah. This this younger generation try to try to push too much, man. Y'all y'all trying to do too much, y'all for real. We we got to be a little bit more realistic. You got to think about it also as well. You know, uh, information is at the touch of our doggone fingertips now compared to back then. You know, I mean, they still could have picked up a book, but we ain't going to get into that. <laughs> Y'all could have picked up a damn book or something. Boy. Uh, agree. So did you guys get a chance to hear about Travis Scott? Damn burger. Yeah, you're talking about that concert. Yeah, man. So we might we might as well go ahead and dive into this thing. That, so that was so disrespectful, man. Yeah. They continue performing even though people were getting hurt and dying, man. That's so disrespectful. Go ahead, go ahead and give a quick little spiel, Devontae, for for those people that are that are, you know. So Travis Scott had a concert this past weekend. Was it this weekend or was it? I forgot exactly what day, but it was a couple days ago, and. Who was it? Him and his uh, his girl. Uh, it was his wife. Is it Kylie Jenner or whoever? Whichever Kardashian he dating. Yeah. They, um, they continue chanting and going on with the concert, even though people were stamp stampeding on, on top of each other. You see what I'm saying? And dying, like literally. It's the the concert was crazy. And if you look at the different pictures, it it was kind of. I was reading uh, some stories. They were saying it was kind of demonic. You know what I'm saying? They say it was pretty demonic, like the the whole entrance of the concert and all the different Everything things. Was it was just yeah. yeah. Sacrifice and it was it was a lot going on, but yeah, they were saying something about his t shirt as well. It was uh it was a door and mm -hmm. on one side it had like people going into the door and then the other side it was like people like falling down. And they yeah. were saying something about like see you on the other side or something like that. He was mm -hmm. basically making like sacrifices and stuff, or that's what those people were. He was basically saying that you know there's gonna be some people that's gonna be sacrificed today or whatever, and I'll see you on the other side. That was the uh yeah. What up, B? What up, B Skizzle? What's good? What's going on, Mr. B? Much love, brother. Much love. <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah. So yeah, so go go ahead, go ahead and finish. You you were saying uh, about uh, Kylie Jenner or whatever. Yeah, she attended the concert, and what was I reading? Uh, she they kept on chanting and kept on going, and they seen what was going on. It seemed like it was all scripted, and they just kept on chanting and kept on performing and everything. And they see that all these people is stampeding on the top of each other, and um, and just ignored it like it ain't nothing happened. Yeah, they say about eight eight people, eight people yeah. end up, you know, yeah, losing their life. Oh, I just want to touch on that because the the way concerts are set up, there's always somebody falling out. There's always people having a medical emergency. You have paramedics on hand to handle that. So when they say he should have stopped the show, he should have stopped the show. That ain't how shows work. If you got a health condition, you got to get up out of there. And they get you out of there the best way that they can. And that's how every show is. Even shows that are, shoot, even in church. When people fall out in church and they having a health issue, the, the ushers come down, they get them people, take them to the back. The church stop? No. Let's let's put it in the context. Let's put it in the context, right? If you at the grocery store and an old lady done fell out in the grocery store, are they going to shut the grocery store down? No, ma'am, come on, let me person. take your items. Don't worry about them. We got, we got, look at Walmart. How many people get robbed, shot? Walmart don't mm. shut down. Come on, ma'am, I can take your ass. Come on, take your register step. Come on, man. people keep acting like he should have stopped the show. No, I saw videos where he did see people pass out. And he said he stopped what he was doing. And he said, hey, don't touch them. Y'all back up. Let, let the paramedics do what they supposed to do. That's how you run a show. We've been seeing people fall out for. I've seen people wait, fall out, wait, and I push. Wait, wait, I take their seat. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, so just to pivot off what JoJo said, so they were saying, okay, so why didn't people trip when this when the same type of scenario happened with Michael Jackson? You know, he had all he did was stand still. He didn't say anything. All he did was stand still, and you had people falling out and whatnot. And it was actually, I think, like twenty three people that died. That they were lost their life at his concert, and all that mofo did was just stand up there and just looking at him. <laughs> with the Jerry curl, with the Jerry, just sit there and just look, man. Like, <laughs> I ain't and he would put that in his videos. He would have videos of people people passing out at his concerts, being uh, carried atop the people, and he would put that in his music videos at the beginning. It was crazy. What's going on, Matthew? What up, man? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. My man? kids outside, so y'all might hear some airplanes and stuff. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Beautiful, over there, man. Look but yeah, that. get that fresh air. That's how you have to handle your business, man. You know, stuff gonna happen, and I think he. Now, I think um, the stuff that goes on at those concerts. Do I approve of it? No. It's no different than Marilyn Manson. You know, they're trying to uh, tear him down. It's no different than Marilyn Manson and all this other. Uh, what's that other guy, Lil Nas X? You know what I'm saying? Everybody is trying to do something that's cool. They think it's trending. They're trying to get more money and get more money. I think Travis Scott, from what I've seen and from what I know, he's a stand-up guy. He out here, he's trying to get his money, take care of his family, and he may be making some wrong choices, and that may have to do with the people that's around him in regards to his career, but the man is blowing up, and they're going, of course, try and find something to tear him down because hello, uh, you know what I'm saying? This right here. So, 
I think he I think he handled it the best way that he could. He put his apology out there. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants people to die. He just out there trying to get get his his bag. I actually, I got to do a deep dive. I haven't, I haven't seen the, uh, I haven't seen the, the clip or anything. Or I haven't really checked in. I just, I just keep hearing about it. Everybody keep talking about it, man. Every time you, you turn around on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, it's all, it's, it's something about, you know, what I'm saying what happened in that concert or whatever. And then I keep also seeing, you know, the NFL player as well. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It, it's crazy. The monitor, we lost the you. NFL right? player. Yeah, you know the NFL player that, that got into that crash and uh oh. and that, that young lady lost her life. Yeah. Yeah. That was unfortunate. But there was a, a ridiculous amount of people there. I'm sure it was super hot. Uh it was I can't even say how many people it was like I don't even know if it was an outside concert, but it was ignorant. People go crazy over that dude. Ignorant. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know why, but they they absolutely they love him, man. I'm talking about Fortnite. I think still on Fortnite, he still got like the uh, the highest uh, live stream or something like that on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Millions and millions of dollars, man. Let me tell you something. The dude getting paid, you getting paid, man. And then he come out with like a uh, a burger or something with McDonald's, and that thing sold out in like an hour or something like that. Man, let me mm-hmm. tell you. It was yeah, like it was like a meal, a double cheeseburger, yeah. a fry, and a drink, or something like that, or apple pie, or something. Something simple, man. Something simple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and shout out to uh, Meg the Stallion. She actually is, sauce. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She coming out with this. <laughs> she yeah. coming out with this sauce, man. With Popeye sometime this month. Do y'all know exactly what day? It's no. out. It's out. Her sandwich is out. Well, we gotta go check that out then. Yeah. We her sandwich her. is out. We got to we got to let the people know, dog. You know what? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we gonna have to check that out, man. We, we already gonna... gave a shout out to her. She uh she just graduated college, man. Y'all, y'all we talked about that. She's doing big things. Yeah, I wanna yes. I wanna say I don't know if we did. Well we, we can give her another. We can give her another. She's gonna graduate <laughs> from college, man. Don't mm-hmm. came out here, shook ass, and still went to class, man. I'm, I'm so <laughs> proud of her, man. Let me so tell you something. She another one. She's another smart businesswoman. She know yeah. what to do to get her back. But like her personal, I think the person that she is from what her grandmother raised, she is a really, really good person. Yeah, she yes. got a head on right. Yes. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. one of my favorites, man. Definitely. Yeah. If you're gonna shake your ass, and I mean, I guess you're shaking it for the right reason. If you yeah. do get that education, <laughs> exactly. If that's gonna pay for your education, that's gonna get you whatever the bag or whatnot. I ain't mad at you, dog. Mm-hmm. You know cry baby, tore my knees up. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, I did see you have some band-aids on your knees when we seen you there. You probably should have took some Geritol or something. Icy hot. You got to put some icy hot band-aids. Icy hot, Geritol, Bengay. That helps too. I, I ain't been nothing. Icy hot that day we was over there. I know I was supposed to. I like icy hot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna read a I'm gonna read a quote real quick. I want I want to uh, know you guys' honest opinion about this. Most men die starving from validation from women that they care about. Mm. Yeah, you felt that too, bro. Yeah, all right, listen. God, dog. I'm talking about that. Yeah, that shook my whole little world up. I was like, damn. And that was actually um, from uh, Kevin Samuels, man. 
Kevin Samuels actually uh, said that he gave that quote. Most men die starving from validation from women that they care about. I want I want everybody to chime in on this and let me know what you guys think about that, man. So, uh, I, I I believe that's true, man. Yeah. You you want to be remembered as that man, you know? So that yeah. man that that everything he did this, he did that. Brother. That provider, yeah. that brother, that father, that's yeah. good son, good cousin, you know. Just that all around guy, you know. Yeah, I want to be known for something good, and I think that goes both ways, really. Well, it does. Do you think? Well, I'm, I'm gonna let the women chime in real quick. Uh, the women's is. I'm gonna let y'all chime in real quick. But I actually got. I want to. I want to ask a question after that. Cool. So I I agree. I think um, there's a lot of women who. Um, you know that saying, the grass is greener, greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, even though you, you can't see the good man that's in front of you because maybe you wanted something else or maybe you settled or, you know. Um, maybe you felt like you settled. Maybe you felt like you settled when yeah. really you got, the, you got the better deal. And it's the little things like the same thing that we want, you know, a man wants and needs positive affirmations too. He needs um, to feel loved, to feel appreciated, even for the little things. Um, you know, he want to feel like he's sexy too. You know, notice his new haircut, his little when his little face gets shaped up or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, all those little things that we ask for. I'm sorry, is that plain loud? No, you good. You good. No, you good. I think you know women need to go out of their way to make that man feel feel welcome, feel appreciated. And um, it's all about attitude and um, just learning to be appreciative for what you have. So I know it's, a, I, I've seen a lot of relationships with a woman, she's so quick to say something negative, so quick to put a man down, you know what I'm saying, to make him feel small. And I think a lot of that is for these new modern women because they want so much or they feel like they've accomplished so much, you know, they try to make a man feel small because they feel like they got more or they can do more or they don't need him. Um, they don't deserve him. And and they don't even deserve him. Right. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and chime in real quick, Desiree. Now all of a sudden she done frozen. I'm honestly starting to feel like she's doing that on purpose, but the man challenge. Wants to be, wants to be oh. and want to feel yeah, What what do you say? Bro said, yeah. Bro tuning in. Yeah. Um, let me let me reread uh so everybody knows what's going on. All right, so the the quote was um most men die starving from validation. From the women they care about. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Desiree. Okay, so yes, men want to feel and want to be needed. Um, they work hard every day, and they want to feel like they're doing it for. They want a purpose, you know. 
yes, I do this. Yes, I have this. Especially like if you find a man that's single and I'm working hard every day, I'm doing all this, but like you don't have a place to go home to or like even family members. Like, you know, somebody they want to feel appreciated. Uh oh. Okay. Went out again. I think you're, you're, you're dry over there messing with your internet. Mm. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's all good. But yeah, so Devontae, you, uh, you asked the question. You said something about You said it goes both ways. So I was wondering do you think that, um, that women don't get that validation, like in mass? You said that women don't get that validation. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm asking. Asking, do you do you think women women don't get that validation in mass? Yeah, they do. Sometimes too much that they have an attitude where you can't tell them nothing. But at, the, but at the same time, you know, it takes that to make a woman feel confident enough to do whatever she needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you notice, you know, these women out here that. They get themselves together and they stop, you know, when they got their hair done, nails done, or they just present they, they just present themselves well and they look good and everything. They kind of, you know, hoping that throughout the day they might get a good may get a compliment from a from another from a guy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that that makes them feel like, all right, yeah, I'm doing something right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was saying. It's the same thing with men. You know, we hope when we put on our cologne, get that fresh shave, you know what I'm saying? Clothes are ironed off, no wrinkles, you know what I'm saying? New shoes on shining. We looking good. We hope we get a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you smell good. Oh, you look nice. You know what I'm saying? Let us know, okay, we doing something right. Or if we just going out there and we in our work clothes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, I like your hair. I like something. You know what I'm saying? It lets us know we doing something right. And it helps us. I think that right there helps us keep building on being better as a person. You know what I'm saying? If somebody compliments, if you're getting a couple compliments off the same thing, all right, cool. I'm going to stick with that fragrance. All right, cool. I'm going to continue making sure my clothes ain't wrinkled. All right, cool. I'm going to make sure whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think when you have that, those compliments, it helps you build yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it gives you confirmation that, okay, I'm on the right path for being a better me. Yeah. When I think about, uh, I'm, well, I'm just thinking about somebody in particular. It's uh, there's some guys around me, man. They go to work or whatever. They got their own business and they out here like grinding and getting it every day. And I, I don't know what goes on in their personal life, but they do an excellent job as a man and as a father, taking care of their, you know, what I'm saying their kids, taking care of the house or whatever. And I honestly just hope that, you know what I'm saying, they're not one of those people or one of those men that should be getting validation that's not. I honestly hope that that's not the case. Right. But, you know, more often than not, you know, those are the, the type of guys that unfortunately get taken for granted, yeah. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. by by certain, certain people or whatnot. So I just hope that it's not the case. Yeah. All right, so uh, next question. One, I can I touch one? Oh, one yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Absolutely. So uh, another thing that happens is, so that stuff happens in the beginning, and then once people get married and they start having families and going about their life, they forget 
they forget to still do those things. And that's when people start looking for validation too. And that's when you got cheating and all this other stuff because they want to feel like they're still loved or they don't know. But people are so busy or, you know, those insecurities start to set in because they're not hearing those same things too. All right, hold on, hold on, Jordan. You uh, you, you kind of spilling into the next question. Let me let me go to ask, ask this. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna touch on what she said. I was, yeah, I, I know y'all was. That's how y'all. I, I was ready, man. I was gonna ask you a question. I was gonna ask you. You think that's what? Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before, before you ask that question, let me make sure it don't it don't tie into this next question. Okay. So the question is, uh, and it, it can go both ways if y'all wanted to, but I'm gonna just speak from you know from a man. All right. So if a man is not providing physical and emotional needs for his woman, should she be allowed to get it somewhere else? Shit. (laughs) Go ahead, Devontae. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, oh, shit. I don't know how to ask that question. I guess, yeah. I mean, she, yeah. I mean, one example I could say is uh, Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. Oh. Uh, okay. She, she was, um, I guess she wasn't feeling like I guess she wasn't getting enough attention. I, I might be getting the story wrong, but when she went out here and was trying to get a, a lot of uh, needed attention to herself and stuff like that, Yeah. I guess he wasn't, I mean, they seem like they're a pretty loving couple, you know what I'm saying? But I guess yeah. he missed something. You know what I'm saying? And their relationship, you know, as far as validation. And she was like, I'm sick of it. I'm about to go get validation from everybody else. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I guess uh, if it don't lead to cheating or, you know, it don't lead to you having feelings for somebody else, I guess. I don't know. Me personally, I would rather you just let me know. It's that communication. Like, I, you owe me that. Cause okay. I try my best to make sure I I, I dot every I across every T, but just let me know. But if I, I don't sure. if I don't show that I care or give a damn about it, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got every right. Like, <laughs> right. shit, you, you, you gotta live too. I respect it. I respect it. All right, so we are gonna let Just Ray go today before Judge because I got a lot on my mind. Oh, shit. all right. So I, so oh, the question shit. is, man. <laughs> is not providing physical and emotional needs for his woman. Should Go she take a bath like I to get told in? you to do a long time ago. We can hear you, we can hear you, Desiree. God, dog. <laughs> oh, shoot. We heard everything, man. We heard take a bath. <laughs> All right, I'm going I'm to ask the question one more time. She wasn't talking to us. I, yeah, I ain't took my bath yet, but good. Pretty yeah, good. I'm it's going all right. <laughs> if a man <laughs> All right, so the question is, if a man is not providing physical and emotional needs for his woman, should she be allowed to get it somewhere else? You gotta unmute yourself. It may be a delay, maybe. Is it a delay over there? Desiree, is it? It's, uh, it's either a delay or you on. It's, it's muted right now. Something wrong with that router, child. I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> All 
All right, so we're gonna have to let JoJo go then. Well, uh oh, she'll she got a gloves on too. Okay. Let me tell y'all something. Aisha for them streets, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. She got a good, faithful man, not in the media with no BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was out of pocket. That was so out of pocket. That was one of those. Was it one of those Jada talks? Where she wants you to spill and be ungrateful. She was what you talking to Jada? Uh Jada Smith uh, at the Red sure. Table Talk or something? I'm not well, I, I just remember I wanna say it. she was or something. I don't know. Probably but anyway, I think, so, yeah. I think if there's anything that your man is not providing to you, you need to talk to your man. And y'all need to work that out or you need to teach him or or you need to identify um what his affection is towards you because everybody doesn't love the same everybody doesn't have the same affectionate touches and and you know what i'm saying sometimes um just doing little things could be somebody showing their way that they love you or an affection or something like that so you have to identify how that person is loving you and you have to learn to appreciate the love that they're giving you in their way you can't force somebody to love you um, the way you want to be loved like people love differently so y'all have to come to an understanding on that um, but, but yeah, anything that your man is not providing for you, you need to have a conversation. Um, y'all need to have a conversation and I, and if you have to go to couples therapy or whatever, maybe, you know, it needs to go to that extent. I think that's fine, but you shouldn't be looking to anybody else for validation because that opens the door for infidelity. That opens the door for somebody thinking, uh oh, they marriage not perfect. Let me try and get my foot in the door, you know, sabotage. So, and plus, that's that negative energy. You already, you know what I'm saying, um, opening that door for negative energy within your relationship. So, I used to put them streets. <laughs> All right, Desiree, you're back. Let's see if we can get it at you. All right, so the question is, if a man is not providing physical and emotional needs for his woman, she should be allowed to get it, well, should she be allowed to get it somewhere else? she should not be allowed to get it from anywhere else <laughs> simply because that's their thing like physical what i mean what's what she gonna do she gonna cheat, that's well, the physical part cheat? Yeah. that was my first thought physical no um emotional i mean i don't know if you want to go talk to like a friend or something or a therapist or, or you know but then either way it go you're still gonna have to have that conversation with your your significant other your husband your spouse whatever you may have you're gonna have to communicate and let them know listen i'm missing something this is what i need we always talk about having those uncomfortable conversations if it's something that you're missing you need to be able to communicate that to your spouse your significant other to let them know what listen i'm i'm craving this and i'm not getting it what can we do but no she shouldn't be able to or he shouldn't be able to he he definitely ain't gonna be able to go get it oh wait a minute wait, what you mean definitely oh wait wait wait, wait, wait. you heard did you hear the definitely part that sounded like definitely. a one thing yeah boy okay we got one up over there we didn't got <laughs> shit up i mean i'm just talking he about definitely. for me he definitely get mine did y'all hear that? She said she, she going to knock your ass up. So, Devontae, uh, so the, the other way around, uh, mm -hmm. would you 
if you felt like you weren't getting your your physical and emotional needs met, what's your play in this, brother? Physical and emotional? Yeah. I'm going to communicate with my woman. Okay. And if she shows that, I mean, if we, you know, we just in a relationship. If we, if I, if I communicate with that with you and you blow me off, you show disregard, you don't give a damn, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm be like, look, <laughs> I'm warning you now. Look here. I need this. Okay? <laughs> if you ain't acting right, look here. I, I'm sorry. I, I, this ain't going to work out. I got to go. Got to go. Look here, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm a loyal and faithful guy. I'm not gonna cheat on you. Okay. I'm going to some things because you ain't doing X, Y, Z. Look here. I I need this. Okay. It's affecting me at work. It's affecting me here and there. And I'm, I'm still sore because I can't work because I've been jacking off all week or all, all that. Look. Okay. We we need to get we need to settle this. Either we settle this and we try to fix this here. And you work with me on this, or I got to go. Put the table. This, this Put it, it on the table. Put it on the table and stop playing with me, man. Like, Look, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you raw and uncut. Like just like that. Straight fact. I'm not gonna oh. be jacking off my whole life now. <laughs> oh. let's, figure, let's figure this shit out. Oh. Either you act like you care, act like you in this with me, or act like you packing your bags and getting the hell out. <laughs> the one thing I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm gonna get but, a chance. I'm gonna get a chance. You know what I'm saying? Everybody but, deserves but a chance. Say, if, mm-hmm. if you give her a chance and she still don't fix it, you gonna you gonna cheat then? If she, I'm not gonna cheat at all. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If she is putting in the effort, if she's putting in, if she's putting in effort, if she's putting in effort, all right, cool. I'm gonna work with you. Okay. But if you're not even trying to put any effort in trying to fix it or try to you do anything. You ain't gonna um, look it. You you can't do nothing to it. You just exactly. You just, just touch it. I mean, God, no. exactly. You can't even talk about it. Like, no, Damn. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not gonna cheat on you. I'm just gonna end it. You know what I'm saying? Because I refuse to say. I refuse to anybody to say, "Oh, I was with Vante and he cheated on me because I." No, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna end it right then and there, and I'm gonna move to the next one or talk, not move, not not move like that. But I'm just gonna. Be without you. Yeah, keep on pushing. Like, mm-mm, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Not at all. Okay. The, the same for the, for the women. I'm, I'm curious. What would y'all? No whipping boy. Devonte gonna write him off in his book. GTD. <laughs> <laughs> Got the draws. Got the... <laughs> Next. <laughs> you already know. Uh, no. <laughs> so what what would y'all do in that situation? If they weren't fixing it? Yeah, no, if yeah. And and it's it's uh if he is not providing physical and emotional needs that you need, what are you gonna do? All right, said so that's that's a conversation for for he and I. That's a conversation for he and I. And then you know what I'm saying. Either it's therapy or we gotta figure out what's going on, because obviously it wasn't like that in the beginning. So something changed to to have caused that to go like that. So I would try and figure. We we would work that out. You know, if if it could have something to do with the time going back to, you know, that that could change. 
Time well, you know, back. I mean, people have different periods in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, time change. Yeah, I can't think of what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it like? Midlife crisis. You know, midlife crisis, COVID, all that mm. stuff, whatever. Wow. <laughs> I got an extra hour. I don't know about y'all, but I feel great. Wow. <laughs> all right, Desiree, what you doing? If that man is not providing physical and emotional needs, what you going to do? Little baby. We're going to have a come to Jesus meeting. And, um, you know, because I mean, like, women, honestly, women will push the issue for a while until we get tired. Once we are, you, get tired are, are, you, are you pushing the issue or are you throwing hints? Because, you know, some women, they just get in their slamming cabinets and shit. And once you, you read their mind, exactly. Like, no. <laughs> Baby, what's wrong? Nothing. Boy, <laughs> Oh my god, girl. Mm-hmm. Listen, they on the phone talking about this shit. I can't yes. stand his ass. Who you talking about? So loud. Don't work. Got to... mm-hmm. You still here? Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he knows what's wrong. Oh, he knows what's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Threw my damn tampons away. Don't you say <laughs> And they expensive too. <laughs> they they expensive. Mm-hmm. So my stuff is trash. You think about you better go buy some more. But no. We got tissue in there. We got tissue with some damn what what does it call? Some duck, some tape. Man, come on. Exactly. 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 Just wrap that, wrap that shit right on up. It's still. It's still. <laughs> go to the store. I got to sit here on the toilet till you get back. <laughs> I took I uh I told the girl, I said, uh, if need be, I, I'll make you a mask. If I actually need to throw away your tampons, you know, the mask that you tie up, you tie behind your head and all that, behind your ears and all that. I told her, I'll just wrap that up around it, put it around your way, up around your leg and everything, and just tie it up just like that. A diaper? A diaper. That's what yeah, that like is. a little diaper, yup. Word, for real. Take one of them, uh, the masks, because you know, the strings is real, real long. Just take the mask and just wrap it right up. She's good to go. Rub some tissy, rub some tissy on her butt. Yup. <laughs> Baby, baby powder. I put some baby, I put some baby powder out there. That was baby powder. It's about to be all messed up. Do they still make that? Yeah, they still make tussie, man. You gotta go to the surface stores and get it. For real. Oh boy. Oh wow. All right, we gonna. This is gonna be the last, the last question before we get out of here. Is smoking and drinking a turn off for you? And why? Uh, smoking is a definite turn off. Um, if I was the, if I was out here dating and a chick is smoking, that's immediate turn off. I can't stand cigarette smoke and drinking excessive, excessive drinking is, is a turn off. Like if you have a drink here once in a while, all right, cool. But if you excessively drinking, every time I turn my head, you drinking and you drunk and you falling over, pissy drunk, and throwing up and shit, and got an attitude, crying about this and that because you're drunk. Now I'm good. I can't fool with you. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Take your take your stuff to Dr. Field or something. I, I'm sorry. I'm not about to sit here and listen to your drunk and sad stories. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> good. All right, JoJo, is smoking and drinking a turn off? Um, smoking is a no no. 
Um, and the and I mean, in, in regards to like weed, I mean, I don't want you to be a, a complete weed head. I'm not really worried about that. So in in regards to like cigarettes and black and miles and stuff like that, my thought process, um, my grandmother did that, man. And we used to hate going to her house because she had this raspy voice. So we were scared of her. Like she had that, that, that gnarl, you know what I'm saying? And we was just so scared of her, like tone low. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so we was kids. We were like, what's wrong with this woman? But no, I'm real sensitive to smoke. And I feel like I do everything in my life to be the healthiest I can so that I can spend as much time as possible with my family and my children. And I feel like when you make the decision to smoke, you choose to give your life away. Um, and that's how I look at it. So for smoking, you know, I'm, I know. Um, for drinking, like Devontae say, I don't want you to be no alcoholic, but if you know how to control your liquor and you just do it like socially, I'm okay with that. All right. And Throny, I mean, that's uh, right. <laughs> Is smoking and drinking a turnoff for you? And why? Um, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, excessive drinking, like if you're drinking to get drunk, I, I can't deal with that. And if you're, like if it's a addiction, oh, you can feel like... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? I say, you know, some people, boy, they say, I'm about to give up. Right, and I can't deal it's with Friday that mentally. Too. Like, when we go out <laughs> and, and, and we with my friends, I I get tired of being a babysitter. So, no, I'm not going to babysit no grown man. Um, I don't mind, like, a like a social drinker. That's me. Like, I might drink one thing but that's enough for me i don't have to drink and drink and drink so i'm not going to completely rule it out but it's just like excessive yes that that turns me completely off smoking i'm with jojo on it um the weed it's okay but um um that cigarette baby yeah. I, oh, that got asthma. I can't breathe i don't need nothing extra clogging my <laughs> my airway so no, I don't. It, that that definitely turns me completely off. All right, I'm uh, I'm a little different with this thing, man. Y'all already know how I am, man. I, uh, I like what I like. I'm gonna let you know how it is, period. And I want to say I was, yeah, I had two ex girlfriends that did used to do either one or the other, and I basically let them know before for getting involved with them that that was just a no-go for me man and you're gonna have to give that up period like i'm i'm not willing to negotiate i'm not gonna budge on this so smoking and drinking is just an automatic no no i don't know well i guess you can kind of say it's a turn off it just ain't gonna happen i don't, I don't give a damn it just ain't gonna happen not with me um and it, it kind of goes with jojo say man because if i'm gonna be around you i want you to be on this earth as long as possible and I, I can't honestly sit there and allow you to uh, to do something that's gonna that's gonna cause harm. So, nah, you can't. You're not gonna be allowed allowed to do that around yeah. me at all, at all. And I'm not gonna budge on that in any type of way. I can honestly say I do have that conversation um, when I get involved with people. If they do either, I let them know 
if we keep this relationship and we get married and down the line you get cancer, I will not sit in the hospital with you. I am not going to, no, you know, I'll let them know because, um, you know what I'm saying? You're making a decision. You know what's going to happen. These people know what's going to happen. And I, because I pretty much say you're putting me in an emotional place where I have to take on your burden and your pain. But that escalated. It did. It did. But I let them know how I feel. That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. You made the choice. You you were selfish enough to make the choice to do your what you wanted to do. Don't expect me to be there. Like I'm not going to divorce you if something happened to you. But don't make me have to sit there and watch you go through all that pain when you made the the decision to do that. She said she gonna separate though. No, it's not a separate. I'm still going to be your wife. I'm still going to be there and handle the household or whatever. But I'm not going to be sitting there. You know what I'm saying? I, I I can't. I can't. That's that's a lot to deal with. I've done it. I've done it before. And it's a lot to take in. Not with somebody that I've been you know, intimate with, but like with family members. And that's why I just feel so passionate about it. Because I have been there and sat there and watched them die. I've watched several people and my family died from cancer. Like, literally. I mean, I've got it on tape. And sometimes I go back and watch it, which is kind of weird, but that's because I love them, not because I'm just weird. But, um, like, it it really, really hits home. And that's just something I don't want to do with the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I don't want to see you. That's not how I want to remember you. I should say it like that. That's not how I want to remember you in that state. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh this is that's it for today, guys. For the uh for the podcast. We will be live Friday. Friday at 6 30 p.m. We got a few guests that's gonna be joining us on the uh on the podcast. So uh I'm gonna tell you guys right now, man, just buckle up. Buckle up, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long one, man. We're starting at 6 30, and I don't know what time we're gonna get finished on Friday. All I'm gonna tell you guys is just buckle up. Set, set, set. We are moving today, remember? Huh? Uh, Jojo birthday and Mega birthday. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! We moving it to tomorrow, right? We you want to move it to tomorrow? What 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 Thursday? It was Thursday. Thursday was it Thursday? It was Thursday, right? Thursday's not gonna Thursday. Thursday. No, Thursday not gonna work. Okay. We, we we can talk about off the uh, off the channel though. Hey, I wanted to let the people know before we got out. Oh man, I thought. Uh, let's see. Um, good grief. Um, man. I could. Well, we, yeah, we can. We, we we'll come together and we will let you guys know. Dang, yes. my bad. So I'm gonna say this. That's my fault, y'all. We should have definitely. I should I should have uh, brought that up earlier. That's my that's my bad. My bad, man. No, no disrespect to JoJo and, and your girl about their birth. My fault. All right, that's that's my bad. We're gonna make sure you know you guys have a good time. We got a stripper uh, coming for you, JoJo. Sixty-eight years old, uh, <laughs> all swinging. You know what I'm saying? With the speedo on, we, the whole night. See your grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking the teeth out, man. Let me tell you something. Mr. Austin don't play no games, dog. That boy got to unroll that thing. But you definitely gonna have a good time. We're gonna, gonna pick you up in this Cadillac. For real. 
<laughs> well, yeah, um, I will let you guys know tonight. All right, so y'all just check, uh, check, look for the post tonight, and I'll make sure, you know what I'm saying, I'll tag everybody. It'll be on Devontae's page, JoJo's page, Desiree's mm-hmm. page, and whatnot. We'll get the information out to you guys uh, that particular podcast. All right? So anyway, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, man. You guys be blessed, be beautiful, and we will catch you guys in the next one. All right? Peace. Peace. Later. Deuces.